What's up? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I am Sarah C. And here we are. Yeah. Shout out to some birthday people. Um, Last week, we had Brittany S. and Maria A. This week, Angelique B., Michaela M., and Josh A. coming up Saturday. Nice. And most importantly, Ronnie R. Yeah. Aw, Ronnie. (laughs) Last Saturday. So tell them about your drive-by birthday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Ronnie had a drive-by birthday party. So we just... um, you know, asked her little friends and to come by and drive by. So she had like a little parade of cars we set up in the front yard and um, people came with like signs out their car window and said happy birthday to her. It was adorable. It was super cute. And like the easiest birthday party I've ever done. <laughs> like she's, yeah. al- she's always going to have a drive by birthday party from now on. We <laughs> stood out there for one hour and then we went inside. Yeah, there was quite a caravan, and everyone decorated their cars. And it was really was cute. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of a thing that's been going on, you know, with her friends and stuff. And it's so nice to have something where it's like at three o'clock we get in the car and have somewhere to go for a second. Like it usually lasts about like two minutes, and then you go home. But it's like such a nice little break in the day. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> was there a steady stream or was yeah the entire team? hour like people came it was really fun wow you know a lot of people <laughs> she does yeah it's crazy. she does <laughs> it's funny well what's been going on in the social media thing I heard Lala and Rand say they were probably going to make a final decision like by June 1st whether or not they're going to stick with the end of July wedding that they rescheduled. Mm-hmm. What do you do you think do you think that'll be too soon or if they just keep it to their do I don't think? know. I mean, I don't know how, like how I would be feeling if you know, I've tried to put my myself into Lala and Stassi's shoes, you know, but I truly think that I would I would hold off until no one had to worry about anything like it just seems like why put yourself through that the stress of of like are we going to call it off are we not like I would just say I would just postpone until it was safe for everyone um but I get it I she's anxious and you know it's yeah maybe maybe I mean since hers is here and that's what I was asking too because you know how we're seeing Orange County go like and our governor you know sees light of lifting things but I think that's still going to be like phase one ish so maybe reschedule but reschedule for September well and from what I've been hearing too is like it, things may get um like reopen but things are going to be like very different like the social distancing is going to be in effect like for a long time and wearing a mask like do you want to have your everyone wearing a mask at your wedding like I, I don't know like I would yeah. or, or have everyone sitting six feet apart it just seems like why not just wait until you know just wait a little bit wait until like deep summer you know when it's I don't know I would I would wait yeah true because he did say absolutely there will be no you know big things like games and music festivals and things like that so I don't know. And it just seemed like to have everyone come in and stay at the hotel. And I I don't know. I just, I I wouldn't do it. 
I, I wouldn't want my my special day to have like to have that be the focus. I would rather just wait. Yeah. Well, um, Stasi was talking about it on her podcast because they're still not sure what they're doing. But then she said, well, screw it then. I want to have a baby now. And I could see that going to be creating some tension because he was saying, well, I don't think right now is a great time to bring a baby into the world with what's going on. I don't feel comfortable with that. But she's like, well, I don't want to have to wait a year and a half to start if we have to push our wedding back. She's like, I'm, you know, old. I'm 31. My eggs are, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, maybe you guys should have just shown the Sheena story and you all would realize some of your options. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I don't know. Well, I guess interesting to see if they're all lifting their, you know, pregnancy packed thing right now if they're reevaluating that yeah I mean yeah whatever ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah Not um so I what did you think about um where Lala spent Easter did you see that she was at the montage oh in Laguna yeah yeah, I, Lala, I, Lala spent Easter at the Montage in Laguna Beach in the OC where Sarah and I live and um, she was in a $6,000 a night suite and had room service and everything so I mean well, I just be, I, I don't get it the beach is closed in Laguna so I guess you, they could look at it from their room after they drove their RV down it, there's two arguments or not arguments points here I guess I'm like okay well supporting people's jobs and the economy is important but at the same time that's a lot of money that could have done a lot of yeah they li- they literally could have taken that six thousand dollars a night and like i don't know maybe help some people out at sir or something like that done something good with it like that could have paid you know four or five people a week salary at sir or you know up you know family give them some food or pay their you know, utilities or whatever's needed. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to. But I like knowing what like where Lala is right now. I'm sure that Randall was doing it for her to. to she must. I'm sure she's like super upset right now and depressed, and it's a lot that you know she's having to deal with. So I'm sure he was trying to make her happy, but it is really hard to watch when like you're struggling with money and then you see them flagrantly spending money. And then, you know, maybe you live in a smaller house or you're dealing with a lot of stuff and then they live in a mansion and they can't even stay in their house. It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Well, they had Raquel on this week. Did you listen to that? No, I've been, I have been hearing everyone talk about these amazing podcasts and I cannot, like last night I listened to a little bit of Watch What Crappens like in the shower with the door locked trying to get away from my family so that's about the best I could do I need to go for like a long drive and just leave everybody behind (laughs) I wouldn't say amazing on any of the ones I've listened to um, but I I did like hearing Raquel, you never hear her on a podcast although Mm -hmm. I guess she and James are going to be on Sheena's this week Um, But it was interesting to hear, and they talked about some things, and here's what I think. Lala sounded very nice and genuine. Randall was very nice. But part of me thinks Lala and Lala's PR agent saw the feedback, um, 
that she was not received well after the way she continually treats Raquel and she's probably like it would you know serve you better to come out the other side and you know suck it up and apologize and make it look like you're friends I don't know I feel like there's an agenda there I don't think she's just truly apologetic because you know she's sober when she's doing saying these things like how do you not realize what you're doing and saying you know there's no I don't know I don't, I'm not buying it 100% is what I'm saying, yeah. but mm-hmm. Raquel was very nice on the podcast and talked about how she met James, talked about uh, Lala asked her if she hit it the first night, and she did. So that was new news. <laughs> Raquel did? Yeah. Oh, wow. She met him on New Year's Eve at Pump. She was with her sorority sister. And her table happened to be next to the DJ booth, so they were kind of flirting all night long. Then at midnight, he grabbed her and kissed her, and then he invited her to an after party that he was DJing, and then she went home with him and got it going. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so was it, I wonder if it was a drunk sex or sober sex. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because we all heard that she's very turned on by sober sex. Turned on. I really liked, um, I was shocked, and Andy finally, like, bucked up. Um, I liked on the Watch What Happens Live that they were on, uh, um, uh, Randall and Lala and Lisa and Lance Bass. Um, Andy said, Lala, why do you think you're above Raquel in any way? We got a lot of people asking that. Um... And Lala said, well, at the time she triggered me with statements about my dad being an excuse and making my sobriety minuscule, which we're like, what? That was last season. That wasn't this season. And Andy actually interrupted. He's like, yeah, but neither of those things came up at Tom and Katie's. So he called her up and bullshit. She's like, oh, um, yeah. It's like, you can't use excuse from a season ago. And she, she didn't say anything bad about her dad, just like you can't use your dad as an excuse to you know rage at everybody which yeah is still a true statement yeah anyways I thought it was good it was a fun moment and she even talked about that on the podcast this week that Andy kind of called her out and she was thrown for a second so wow pretty funny so I don't know what else has been Stassi said she's full-on depression she may want to call her doctor and get on some medication she doesn't know what to do and I'm like I thought you got a contract for a second book like wouldn't this be an ideal time to work on your second book Um, or get your wedding body ready there's all these free apps right now Um, and she said no one everyone's refusing to work on her house which I see people working on houses all over the place in fact right now my neighbors are getting their house painted and I can hear them outside it's a little annoying, but they're working. I know. I feel like um, the construction business is definitely booming because, like, uh, just every on every street there, it's like full on, like, it's crazy. People are really doing yeah. some home improvements. In my street, there's been like city workers replacing like the lights on the street and working on the water. It's it's weird, but I guess it's a good time to do yeah, all those. Yeah, good things. for them not inconveniencing drivers and whatnot so yeah yeah um well did you see Jax go off on FedEx (laughs) no 
Oh my god. Oh my god, Sarah. I can't believe you missed it because I was hoping you were going to do the voice. Um, so Jax got a, um, a FedEx person came to his house and apparently did according to him did not knock but left a note that said we missed you come pick up your package at the office and he went ballistic and tweeted at them and said don't you know that everyone has cameras now you didn't try do your job right lazy like went off at the this poor fedex worker who is trying to do his job and stay safe and probably didn't want to touch his disgusting doorbell uh, but it was so funny because people were like um he's like we have cameras all over our house you can't say and everyone's like if you have cameras all over your house why didn't you know that who toilet papered you <laughs> but so then uh, then to make matters worse fedex responds to him and they're like we're sorry, Mr. Taylor, about this. Please send us the information and we'll be sure to get it, the package right over to you. And he's like, thank you. Thank you for following up. You know, and it's like, Jax, you a-hole. Like, but what was more annoying was, oh my God. Hold on one second. Daisy is like screaming at the door. Can you hear her? I'm no, sorry, go you for guys, it. if you can hear it. Go for it. I'll keep talking. Um, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to mute what? and then I'm going to run and get her. Yeah, what's crazy is the the driver probably did knock. Maybe it was just like a light one or something, or maybe kicked it because it takes a minute to write the note that you leave on the thing, and they've got to like write the time and circle this and write come pick it up pick it up at the office. So I don't think he wants to stand there writing a note instead of just a quick knock or something. I don't know. It seems a little little ridiculous, but right up Jack's alley, and it sucks that uh. FedEx just catered into that, but whatever. He's so lazy, so angry. And this is again, why don't you just be nice to people like your little tweet jacks? Oh, uh, God's punishing you with by not delivering your FedEx package because you're being angry. Okay, according to your theory, God's punishing you and the rest of us. Ugh. Anyways, yeah, I've been not looking at Jax's stuff because he's too infuriating. Sometimes you just got to take a break. But anyways, we have been adapting. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, hope your cities are safe. How'd it go? <sighs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Chad is supposed to be out there watching them. I was like, Chad, please stay home for a little bit and watch them so I can podcast. And he's in another room on a call with the door shut and Daisy and Ronnie are in the living room and she's just pounding on the door like, Mama, Mama. <laughs> I'm like, Ronnie, can you watch it? So I, just, I threw her a uh, um, fruit by the foot and opened the package a little bit and that will totally entertain her for like 10 minutes. So. <laughs> and then did you bust in and give Chad the evil eye? No, I was just like shocked. I'm like, really? You got to be kidding me. Good. He's on a call too. So whatever. Oh, well, we can always finish later. No, no. Problem. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Um, well, that's all I had unless you had more on Jax. I mean, it's just like truly, I don't know. I just, I can't believe that someone would act like that. But like I was saying, what was more surprising was the flood of comments in support of him. And like, um, just saying like, yeah, FedEx is the worst. Da, da, da. You know, just like going off about them. And I just... I just can't like like what did he order that was so important what was that package that like it was probably like something ridiculous you know what I mean like I don't Gosh, know 
I just can't, I couldn't imagine like being that ungrateful for someone literally risking their life to bring you your dumb delivery, Jax. Yeah. To Valley Village to come into your dumb little gated fence area and drop the package with your like yappy dogs. <laughs> oh, they really, someone, there was a rumor, someone said they had heard that production was considering letting some of the OGs go, but. You know, I think, here's my theory. I think all the OGs got together, took a stand as a pact. They probably even included James in that, perhaps, um, and said, look, if we don't play ball at all with the newbies, then we may piss off production. So let's get one newbie on board, and we'll tell her, play ball, and you'll be guaranteed for next season. So I think that's what they did with Dana. I think they all told her how to play the game I think they said hey get in the mix as much as possible date screw around and then as people tell you things make sure you go tell someone else to like stir the pot or blow it up because all she's been doing anytime Danica or Sheena says something to her she runs and tells the guy immediately like I know she doesn't have to have any more loyalty towards the girls than the guys but there's also like, hey, that was a private conversation, and hey, these girls are saying it's for your own benefit. You don't need to go nerk them off and be such a tattletale, but I think she knows that's a great way to play the game because she's going to cause drama that's going to solidify her for another season. Yeah. I don't know. And, yeah, if, I wish they would phase out some of the OGs, and I don't care if they want to do a spinoff, fine. It's just I, I don't think that would last but fine go try and then just transition and make this show a little have a little more energy but not all of these separate storylines and just one team against the other that's not working like keep some of the news newbies keep some of the ogs but i mean i feel like like this episode was like everything just came crashing down and i i didn't think that we it could get worse than um, dog the lizard's funeral. I thought that that we hit our the low point and we were gonna you know do and have an upswing, but this week's episode, it was almost too much. It was like I cannot believe how horrible it was. <laughs> it yeah. was like I was sitting there watching it and I was just like, you, "Is what? What? Like it was <laughs> it was rude to us as the viewer. It truly was and." I don't know. I I feel like there's like two ways to look at this show. Either we pretend that it's great all the time. Like, oh gosh, I love, you know, we love all of them. We love Stassi. We love Sheena. We love, like, we just love these people. We don't care what they do. We want to, we want them on our TV. That's part of me. Yes, I, I really like them. It's entertaining. I'm so invested. But then on the other hand, it's like you can't just like slap us and expect us to like, like we're not going to, I feel like this is how I look at it. Imagine Stassi and Katie and whoever else sitting there like shooting the shit and they are reviewing a show like they do 90 Day Fiance or Friends or whatever they're sitting there talking about, Game of Thrones, whatever. What would they have said about last night's episode? or this week's episode, they would have been like, what the heck was that? That was horrible. They would say that. I know they would. Yeah. So I don't feel guilty when I have to say that was horrible. And we've had some bad episodes lately. Yeah. So. It's, it's veering on last season for sure. 
the other thing I'm annoyed at with production and Lisa, like clearly Lisa's really trying to like get her airtime in since she's off Housewives. You know what? She's going on these cast trips. I, I'm that's just weird. Zip lining with them. Come on. Um, but the other really forced script is like, oh, okay, is this our Sheena segue from Housewives into Sir? Was the Kara thing like? A, they kept having the same server every time they went back to Vanderpump Gardens. Isn't that convenient? Do they only have one server called Mini Sheena? But then when she was in bed with Max, oh yeah, she didn't wake up for the camera crew to come into the hotel room? Sure. And then she just pops up. I'm like, okay, here's our transition, and she's going to kick off Vanderpump Gardens. And that's fine, because I want to watch that show, but don't let us... Think, or don't think for one second that we all don't see this fake little transition forced down our throats. Yeah, that was... I don't know how I felt about all that. I mean, yeah. again, like, it's like, I, did, I wasn't sure how to, to do this episode. Like, am I going to just go all in on how ridiculous this is, or am I going to play along? Like, I, I don't know what to do, because... I feel yeah. like our brand is to not play along, <laughs> but um, like we're truly going to ruin the show if we go in on this episode because it was ridiculous. Like, yeah, Mini Sheena has makeup running down her face, smudged mascara, still wearing her ridiculous jewelry, trying to look like Lisa Vanderpump or Sheena or whatever she's trying to do, season one um, necklaces. Like, it, it was, it, it's like, that's, it's so rude. It is very rude to us who have been here from day one. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's ruin this show. Okay, so the title of this um Oh, wait, I, I thought of one thing because I was listening, actually, because it reminded me. Um, I was listening to Jackie Schimmel, and it reminded me of Stassi and, and Bo. So Stassi was telling Bo how she handles trolls. She's like, okay, you sound fun, Karen. You sound fun, Brenda or Kathy. And he's like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. You should do that. She's like, I already did. I already did. And he's like, you should hashtag that. That could go viral. Like, he just thought she made that up. You know, like the whole hashtag Karen oh. that was a Twitter storm. And she took the credit. And then, like, Jackie Schimmel's been saying, okay, Brenda, you know, things like that for as long as I can even remember. It, it's funny when she says it, but it's not like she created it. Or even if she did, it was her. But Stassi's just like, well, I already did that. He's like, well, you should really uh, put your stamp on that and claim that, like, I think he thinks she's a genius. Oh my she god! Just, she keeps like, taking like, like content from Jackie and everybody else and oh claims it as her own. Oh my gosh! Stassi's like, listen to this, Bo. Whoop! There it is. He's like, oh my gosh! You should t- that should totally be like an anthem for like sporting events and like when someone does something, you can go be like, whoop! There it is. I even feel like it could be a song. Like, I don't know. Who that? Yeah. <laughs> genius Stassi you really need to take the show on the road oh wait you did (laughs) boy I just was like okay this is is a lot (laughs) I'm sure she came up with that she is from New Orleans (laughs) oh my gosh that is so funny all right well speaking of the same shticks over and over again that's how it starts uh hey Katie do you have any ranch for that pizza my favorite part about this scene was that 
she asks Katie for the ranch and Katie just doesn't even get up. She just swivels in her <laughs> stool. And, and it's over. <laughs> I mean, that was great. I So um, yesterday I was rewatching the episode and um, I was I was like, Chad, I want to record that. I want to meme that. I want to do something with it. And um, like the dog was like, Meh! so there, it, was, it just didn't work out to record right then. But that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's t- it's the Toms and Katie and Stassi, which right away I was like, this is weird. Why is Sandoval over there with Stassi? That doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, that was weird. It was like, whoa, what are you doing there? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so then they talk about officiating, and they basically agreed to do it together, which also weird, but okay, good for them. Yeah, it was cute. And that's it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> So over to the conservatory with Sheena, Danica, and Charlie. Now, I liked Sheena's hair braided this way. Wait, sorry, sorry really, really quick, just really quick back to the pizza scene. Did you notice that not only did they have pizza, but they also had Popeye's chicken? Is Popeye's chicken a, a thing anywhere? Like, where, where is, po- is Popeye's chicken big everywhere? Yeah, it's from the south. Do you guys have one in uh, Minnesota? No. Does the cities? I, I don't think so. I was just wondering. <laughs> I never. I think they. I think there was like a, one churches. It's KFC country up there. <laughs> I mean, the Popeyes chicken sandwich is amazing, and it looks like that's what they had. Um, I still haven't tried that. Oh my god. Okay, I, I was like, I had never had Popeyes in my life, and then that chicken sandwich came out, and Chad was. Chad is like a marketer's dream when it comes to like food commercials. Like he, he'll see something and he has to have it. And so, like, he was obsessed with getting a chicken sandwich. And for a long time, we could not get one because they were sold out everywhere. And then finally, we tried one, and it's pretty good. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Sorry. Better than that one you like? What's it called? Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Yeah, it's better than Chick-fil-A. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, there's one close by me, so I will check it out next time I'm craving that. Next time I'm, like, feeling a little ran- randy. Yeah. <laughs> get it? Like Randall? Yeah. Randy? With this chicken? Double chicken, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So they were talking about, oh, and we all woke up. I had, like, velvet, red velvet cake in my vagina. Um, okay. Well, good for you. Uh, I was surprised at, that Charlie ordered a Bloody Mary because that seems like a very particular drink that a lot of people don't like. You know, she hasn't had avocado, pasta, like, it took me until I was, like, 30 to have a Bloody Mary. Like, I just couldn't get it through my head. Like, I, I wanted nothing ra- to do with tomato juice. I would rather die than have a Bloody Mary. <laughs> so I was like, wow. I was impressed. I remember but... I remember this. I remember I was on, I forget what diet it was that um, encouraged you to have V8. This was, like, probably in, like... I don't know, like the 2000s or something. And Diane was like, you have a V8 in the morning and then like something. And I was like, I'm out. Like I will not drink a little can of V8. Like that is so (laughs) gross. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Um, I loved that Sheena um, wanted a water with lemon and a straw if you have one. And Queen Charlie piped in and says she doesn't care about turtles. That was what? so amazing. You didn't hear that? No. You know, because Sheena asked for a straw. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, she doesn't care about turtles. Oh. 
<laughs> like if she's fast like that, like that is that's a what. <laughs> That's that one of funny. her, and like Sheena, like totally heard it and like side eyed her and was like, you know, like shut up. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, I'm kind of with Sheena. I mean, we know, like Sheena's. Yeah. This is We've another thing this. that Sheena has missed, you know, with like possible business ventures, is her own straw line because Sheena has been the biggest straw girl from day one. And yep. she should have her own reusable straw line. And it could be called, like, she. it even starts with an S. Like, Sheena's, this is, I, I don't know. Okay, well, let's tell her. Sheena sips something. Maybe we should just make it and she can buy them from us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I still need to, you told me to go to Amazon to get those straws, and I just, haven't I haven't either I haven't either but every I I wish every time that I get a paper straw I'm like oh I wish I had that straw every time I'm at a Starbucks I hoard up (laughs) I mean I actually prefer like this is so gross but I prefer like drinking a drink and I like to have the ice like hit my mouth Mm -hmm. um but I know a lot of people don't and it's sometimes it's gross too you know like if you're using like a yucky cup or something yeah for sure um, okay. Well, she was talking about she was invited to Vegas, but she can't go because she has her egg retrieval surgery. And I was wondering, was she invited? But then it sounds like Katie texted her later. So it does sound like she was invited. I mean, clearly they invited quite a few people. So, hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. They just talk about the cake thing and they talk about Dana and Brett again. Um, yeah, I I don't know. This I'm frustrated with this this storyline of like the I I don't like the way they're like broken apart. I guess that's what's bugging me. It's always like Charlie and Sheena and Danica and they talk about this group and then they and then the act. It's yeah. Mm. It's too staged. It was like even when Raquel went into the kitchen to talk to Charlie, I could just, I could feel production. Okay, now Raquel, you're going to go in there and you and Charlie are going to have a scene. So, I f- you know, think think about something to talk about. I felt like um, Sheena told us so much in her interview, like it, reading between the lines of what she said um, when she was like, I mean, I'm not sure if this is what production was doing, but maybe they were trying to, you know, make make Dana the focus and you know see how that did so and then make that storyline take up the you know like she fully laid it out what happened and I I see it yeah they they put their money on her and they picked the wrong horse I in my opinion yeah like there's nothing wrong with Dana Dana but I just feel like there's the real excitement and the the type of content that Danica has in her life is Vanderpump adjacent more so than Dana's too responsible, has her head on her shoulders, had a corporate career that doesn't fit in with working at Sir, you know. So it's it's I a mishmash. Like they, they chose her based on the fact that like possibly like you sometimes with like the things that she says you get like a little bit of like a Lala vibe like how Lala came in and just like like stated what was going on and she's pretty so she gives them you know like a little bit of a run for their money but not too pretty to threaten everybody like it's she was I see why they picked her I do but I feel like if they would have looked at someone like Danica like everybody keeps saying it would have been such a good balance because um 
with all of the sobriety that you have going on on the show right now, it would have been like a super interesting topic to have someone like Danica who's maybe struggled with, you know, alcohol or whatever and put that like it would have like tied everything together so well. Yeah, or is still young and getting drunk and and doing crazy things because that's what we all signed up for with this show. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't mean that the OGs can't expand and grow out of that. I mean, yeah, that's what most of us do, but, and that's fine. But, you know, we, we all tuned in for what was happening and not necessarily the people, but what the people were doing. Yeah. Did we grow attached to the people because of that? Sure. But it doesn't mean we can't grow attached to the new people if they just properly, you know what it is, they, they made a really safe choice and they thought that her like comedic timing and whatever she has going on would like, would cover up for the fact that they planned this so and produced it so much and it's it's just not working I think that's what it is it just it feels it it doesn't feel right yeah and that's why we're feeling something different for Danica and for Charlie because they when they're like snapping their little sayings out there quicker and we're like that's what we want we want that raw weird like you know the unpredictable things that are being said not this like they just have scripted it so much like yeah. even like jumping ahead, but like even when she's when they're on the double date with uh, with James and Raquel, like for her to like be like, so at my birthday party, I saw you guys talking to Lala. Like, why are you saying that, Dana? Like you aren't a, a player that is allowed to say those things to transition us into that. Like, it, it's just frustrating. Like, does how does Dana even know Lala? Does she know the past, the history? Like. As far as we're concerned, Dana just started there, knows nothing about Lala and the whole past, unless she was just religiously watching the show to get on, which clearly exactly, is the case. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't make sense. It'd be yeah. like, yeah, if I, like, I don't know, if we asked I, Sheena. Yeah, but then, like, yeah. it would also be frustrating if they played it the other way, if they were like, now that girl, that tall blonde girl, I saw her talking to you. What's her deal again? Like, that would be annoying, too. So I guess they have to... I yeah, or I saw this that girl. What's her name? Lala yelling at you, Raquel. What 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 was what happened with that? Or yeah. What, why yeah. was she yelling at you? Yeah. Yeah. See, well, that's why it, if we were. <laughs> yeah. If we ran the world, um, and then it kind of ends with Charlie's take on Brett, which I love. Um, and again, like clearly, it's not a planned or scripted because it <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense, but it was still funny. She's like, he's just like that guy at the club that just walks around and like takes anything stuck to the wall and you know basically says she'll just take any vagina next and how men in LA just vaginas don't have a face which yeah true yeah so that was funny then we go over to Lisa Barney okay but how how they and didn't they end it with like didn't Charlie say like aren't Max and Brett like like best friends like aren't they hanging out like all the time and then it cuts over to max teaching brett how to make a drink at tom tom at the ridiculous bar right that's true in broad daylight we know that place doesn't open till like six so they're there super early getting a head start on training um (laughs) yeah is that when he tells them it just he accidentally made out with her (gasps) okay that triggered me so bad like, yeah. So, he's, so um, he's like, so Max is like, hey, um, 
Dana loves espresso, so you can make this for her, you know, at night, uh, you know, some night or something. Totally awkward. And Brett, like, still doesn't even care. He's like, well, he's like, me and Dana made out, um, but I did have three of the fruity drinks at that place. Like, ew! <laughs> uh, that, yeah. that comment really bothered me. And then, yeah, when so basically... The fruity drinks are what made him have a lapse in judgment to make out with her. That's basically what it was yeah. saying. That is so rude. Why not just own it and say, we made out. It was awesome. Like, I I, I cannot stand when guys do that. When they, in front of their friends, try to act cool and put some excuse on to why, like, maybe something happened when, like, they were, like, totally into it. Yeah, well, like these two guys have been doing all along, like, you know, oh, Sheena was a stage five clinger. That's, that's the only reason I made out with her is like she forced me to. I mean, that's just their M.O. Both of them do it. So I don't feel bad for Max because and then, he does that all the time. And but at the same why, time. Yeah. And then why wouldn't he speak up? Like it, it bothered me, too. Like Brett's like, well, if you if something if you have feelings for her or like you want me to back off, like just tell me I would be totally cool with it. And rather than just saying like, yeah, do you mind backing off so I can see, I can work out my feelings and see what's going on. And then like, we can like talk again after Vegas or something. He just stayed quiet. He couldn't speak up to say, maybe there is something there. He was just like, "Mm, mm, mm, we'll talk about this when I get back from Vegas. Yeah. And like, maybe I don't need it right in front of my face right now. And since I hang out with you all the time and I see her via work or whatever all the time it's just like too much too soon yeah I totally think he could have said that there and then like that would like if I was Dana I would be a little bit annoyed to be like you can't tell him to not talk to me if you don't want to talk to me but then if he if Max came to me and said I said that because I still am like exploring what's going on then it could be her job to say I don't want to explore anymore you know what I mean but as far as he knows she was interested so the whole thing is like completely confusing yeah yep so then we go to Lisa (laughs) so I what's going on is like is she feeling insecure because she a lot lately is she's just looking for attention and to make Ken jealous like I think it's kind of rude what she keeps doing to him like she talks about the guy at Caesars he's the most attractive man I've ever seen in my entire life it's like you don't need to say that in front of your husband and then with this she's like you know that Brett he said he wanted to make out with me and aren't you jealous I'm your wife you should be jealous and I love how Ken just like brushed it off he's like well I don't care (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's like, like he's like you've got to be joking. I would not be. Jo-. I mean, which I agree with him. Like he should absolutely not be yeah. jealous of Brett. Like um, I love his confidence, even at his age and everything. He's still that cocky, like club owner he probably was in London in the seventies. Like I love it. He's like, good luck, go for it, Lisa. Like he doesn't seem yeah. to give two shits, and I love it because otherwise it'd just be mean. You know, if she was hurting his feelings or something, or making him insecure. But it happened twice. With she tried to do that with Brett, and then with the the guard, or the Caesar's guy. Yeah. 
And it, clearly she was trying to do it like the last two years with Nick Lane, my maestro. Didn't the scene when she's like, show me your most expensive shoe. And like the little lad was like showing her around. A little lad. Don't, um, wasn't it totally like when, um, when Elle Woods is, you know, looking for her engagement dress and like the sales clerk tries to give her the dress on sale and she's like, <laughs> it's orange. Like, yeah. She's like the cross stitch on silk. You can't do that on silk, you know? Um, like, he tried to show her, like, a shoe that was, like, from, like, four seasons ago that she already has. And she was like, mm, no, that's not it, darling. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So she tells Ken that Tom and Katie are going to come with them on the PJ, and she's just arranged everything. She's paying for everyone's rooms, and again, like, why? to guarantee you're in the scene and getting airtime or you know obviously or that's to what's promote happening your your brand at Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Talk about your your new Vanderpump suite, go to the gardens, film there twice, not can just you, once. Can you like just imagine <clears throat> our beloved casinos shut down in Vegas right now? Like I I cannot believe that everything is shut down. Like how are those places surviving? Yeah, well, I've been triggering myself because I downloaded a couple apps and I realized it was a bad idea. Cause, and then I started like, thinking, well, is every state on lockdown? Could I go to Oklahoma to the Windstar? Or could I go to Minnesota to Treasure Island? Like, I'm jonesing. I'm, I'm like getting real. I wish they could, like, I wish they could, like, step it up on, like, the online gaming. You know, like, that, like, it's, like, truly like being at the casino. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you? So that's in- going to be my first stop as soon as shit opens. Yeah, and I don't care. I'll, I'll wear a mask. I'll wear gloves. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just let me in there. Yeah, a mask and glo- like I feel like that's that we should have been doing that the whole time. You know what I mean? Like it is nasty, but um, yeah, I really miss it. I miss the sounds, the smell, everything. Yeah, I miss just going to a pool. Are you? Um, ugh, I don't know. See, I don't know how I'm going to like get back into doing things like that. Yeah, I mean, you just got to think, though, if you go to a reputable, you know, like you could go here to the Hyatt, you know, with the chlorine and it's a nice place. They're going to upkeep it well. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to go to a cesspool at, at you know, the 100,000 drunk guys in there? No. You know what I saw yesterday when I was looking for a new set of stairs to run and I was at the elementary school? So I go in and there's a basketball court in the in the middle school and these four or five guys are all shirtless and sweaty and you know it was very hot yesterday playing basketball and I thought um your sweat droplets are propelling off yourself to the next person that you're guarding and you're all touching this ball like is that allowed I don't think so and they were like older so I don't think they were like five guys roomed up together hmm anyways just noticed it it's so like it is so hard like when you're trying to like do your part and stay home and you see people out you know what I mean like and you never know what the circumstances so you have to try not to judge but I mean even me judging Lala and Randall like being at the montage like yeah I'm sure they have a reason and everything but it's just hard when you're at home and doing you know the best you can and then you see so it's it's frustrating um yeah, so after Katrina, my sister and I, because we would go to New Orleans all the time, we did, we volunteered to paint um, a house and then work at this 
um, like clothing distribution, you know, like a Goodwill or something, and um, then a garden place. Um, fortunately, it was pouring down rain, so they wouldn't let us paint the house. But at the same time, we were staying at one of the nice hotels that we like to stay at. And she's like, I feel weird about this. You know, it was like, I mean, it wasn't right after Katrina, but was it like within a year? And I'm like, yeah, but we also have to look at it like these people need tourists come. It's a tourist city. So we're helping support the economy and their jobs and things like that. So that's why I was giving them a little bit of a, okay, well, they're supporting the economy, but particularly just a couple people at the montage, which probably doesn't need the help as much as the person working at, you know, the days in or the uh, sir or, you know, so yes, I see the good side of it, but at the same time, like, I it just seems wonder, so wasteful. But like, do you think that the, those essential workers really want to be there? Like maybe they like wish that they could be at home safe in their home away from Lala and Randall. Maybe they don't want to work for $15 an hour cleaning their sheets. You know what I mean? Like it's right. like a yep. lot of, a lot of the people that are on minimum wage, like they are making less money than people sitting at home collecting unemployment like it's it's exactly it's horrible yeah so it's like we can try not to judge but sometimes i know just that's what we do best (laughs) but but my one of my questions for you and i i mean i already know my answer and i'm pretty sure i know yours do you want to stay in the lisa vanderpump suite Uh, at at caesar's I mean, we have to for we have research. To. We have yeah. to. We have to podcast from there. Yes. I mean, I, 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 I love Nicolaine's work. You know, I need to, to stay in a room where a big chandelier is. I mean, the, the downside for me and probably you is I hate that casino. It's so confusing. It's dark. I can't find anything. It's impossible to find anyone it's just so there's so many little corridors and I just Sarah I have the perfect solution for that casino scout yes (laughs) (laughs) Peter Madrigal can absolutely navigate us through that casino I could have just been on an infomercial for him you're welcome Peter (laughs) Ah, I appreciate it you know anything you can do to help me out oh well you know Um, and I've stayed there and their rooms are fine but I will say I was impressed with the suites that they got and Katie and Tom got. I was like, oh, okay, because I've gotten a nice suite at Caesars, but I still like my Palazzo suite better. Um, but then I saw their suite. I was like, well, it is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I haven't gotten that level of suite. Um, but I don't know. Do you like gambling there and walking around there? Um, I feel like in my early days of Vegas times, like when I was like 21, yeah. 22, that was like, that was like where Chad and I, we were like one day we're going to have enough money to stay there. Like that was like Chad fully was like obsessed with Caesar's palace. And, um, well, and, it was, and, it was that the, the higher end then. Yeah, and... I just like, it was like so unattainable. And so, and then once we did like start having like enough money to get a room, you know, like. Uh, it just either like it was too much or it just was there was newer stuff after that time and so but I've yeah I've always wanted to stay there for sure but yeah um, it is the the layout of that place is super annoying it's I get lost there too it's circular or I don't know what it is but yeah it's very dark panic attacky Yes, every time I have a panic attack, and I don't really have panic attacks, but every time I either want to scream or cry 
or throw something, and I, that's not normal behavior for me. Yeah, it's not like um like I don't know if they've changed it. I haven't been there in a while, but like when you're lost, like it's very uh, it's truly like a nightmare. Like it is not comforting being lost there. It's it's just not like I actually I don't mind being lost like at at other places like because it's like interesting along the way. But for some reason there, it's like there's something odd about that shape of that place. Yeah. It's very hard to get out of. Yes. And it's like, it's not like, it's not like you can stop at a slot machine. Like there isn't one. Like there's like, it's like, it's really weird. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. So, so Lisa, Lisa saying that, you know, she's arranging everything. Did you notice her blouse when she, so she's like sitting in like the shoe room and she's like, can get me out of here. And she like lifts her arm up. And I know we've seen this before, but like, it's like beautifully embroidered with like in diamonds, like Vanderpump on her sleeve. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I just noticed she really amped up the boobs for Vegas. Oh my gosh. They were out and on display. Like, that bra that she put into Tom's bag, like that is not her bra because it looked like way too small for her boobs. Yeah, yeah. Her boobs are very uh, prominent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that coupled with the like the lame, almost like crushed lame, it was like really cracking me up. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. it was like wow, and it was every day. I guess she really lives Vegas. I was wondering. Remember on Housewives when she didn't stay at the Palms because an Adrian Maloof was all mad and offended. She's like, oh, but I have a long history with the Planet Hollywood owners. We go way back and I'm very loyal to them. Like, I wonder why Planet Hollywood didn't do the Vanderpump Gardens and Vanderpump Suite. Do you think that's like a broken relationship? Oh, I feel like that's just a broken hotel. <laughs> I mean, it's like not chic. Right. Um, I mean, it used to be fun, you know, but now, like, I did, like doesn't even fit into. <laughs> Bring back the Aladdin. I love the Aladdin. <laughs> That's what it used to be. <laughs> um, do you, like I the the hotels, the casinos that like I grew up thinking that were like the coolest was like Excalibur, the Luxor. <laughs> oh, the Luxor's the worst. I had to stay there for a trade show, and I about died. It was musty smelly literally when i would come i would go to work come back there was uh trays of food that had been like at my neighbor's doors for three days straight they never picked them up Ew. it was it was awful um i actually and then i had to stay at excalibur like i used to stay excalibur and stuff when i was young because it was super cheap yeah um and it was fine but it was actually better than the luxor so if you guys are going to vegas when it reopens Stay away from the Luxor. Um, if you need any advice or tips, I will be happy to DM you. <laughs> um, anyways, well, so the rest of the crew arrives, and all I hear is, Thank you! It's like, oh, Brittany's here. Ugh. With the long, extended, Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I recorded this, oh, what was it? Was it on a podcast or on a something? Because it was on my phone that I was listening to, and I paused it and screen recorded it because it was her laugh amplified, and but it was really her. She's like, <laughs> I was like, you gotta, you gotta work on that. Like it's getting worse. Like she's, she's doing it on purpose. Like she pushes her accent out, you know, stronger than it 
is. Yeah. I don't know. It's just real annoying. So, anyways. Um, um, I mean, they kind of flip back and forth because then I have, like, Sheena apologized to Dana for running to Max. And it's like, okay, why? This, this Dana was, runs to Max. This was, like, an, another annoying thing. So, Sheena is going into Sir during the day to pick up her tips and check the day of her egg retrieval. So she had to go into film before her egg retrieval and film a scene with Dana. <laughs> like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I understand that it's annoying that they did not show anything other than Sheena talking nonstop about her egg retrieval process, but like they are saying it a lot. They are talking about it a lot. They're just not showing it, but we can't say that they haven't talked about what's going on in her life because that is like the only thing we've been talking about. The egg retrieval, the egg retrieval, the egg retrieval. Um, You're starting to say it like me. The egg retrieval, the egg retrieval. Yeah. It's, um, it's annoying. So, I don't know. That this scene just annoyed me. And I have yeah. like I have another sort of mean thing to say, but I can't help it. Have you noticed that Dana's eyes are always red? <laughs> like her eyes, like she has like I, I mean I always look at her eyes because like they're like a really really pretty color blue, but her mm-hmm. eyes are always like very very red. Like to where like it like I look I'm like, "Oh, her eyes are so pretty." Ouch. Like it like literally like I like have to squint looking at her eyes because they're always so red. You should tell her about your Lumify. <laughs> She's serious like I don't I actually think that um it's like maybe production doesn't like her because why didn't they tell her about Lumify? Like that is a known filming trick to maybe it doesn't work on her or something. I don't know. Hmm. Someone's going to probably be like, it's actually a medical condition. Yeah. (laughs) You should shame her, Holly. No, like it's just like, it just stands out to me because I look at her eyes. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, Okay, so... so I guess. Brittany's jealous. Uh, you know this is going to happen. They're getting the post-mortem wedding, like, depression. They're like, oh, I have nothing else to look forward to in life, pretty much, because my life revolved around this. She's like, oh, Jack, you think we could get another wedding in in three years just like this? It's like, you know she's going to push for that. And he's like, no, no. But, you know, he will do it because he'll need any kind of relevancy or airtime like and then I like how he shits on this wedding too it's like you're so insecure like he's like our our wedding was better it's like this was a joke wedding Katie and Tom already had their wedding so shut the fuck up and also I don't know would you go with Castle or Woodsy Elegance if you had to choose for your wedding Mm. oh my god (laughs) I would probably go with Woodsy Elegant yeah, I for sure would. Like the I sad mean, I, thing I would is, feel bad making I would feel bad making everyone fly to Kentucky and I would feel bad making everyone drive out to the woods, but um I feel like it like uh I don't know, I yeah, Katie and Tom's setup was a little bit better, just knowing how gross the castle was. Yeah. So it's it's certainly even if it's a tie, it certainly was not better, Jack. So they still win cuz they have two weddings. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. He's so, he's just so like, Meh. like, be happy for your best friend. No, our wedding was better. It's like, nobody cares. 
anyways he needs to go so then they're talking about what they're gonna wear Schwartz pulls out this like fringy cowboy shirt and then bra gate happens (gasps) Bubba what your bra your bra is here oh whoa that's not mine Bubba come on Bubba yes it is it's just like all right good one Lisa (laughs) yeah um yeah it was just annoying like I when I saw I was like what like it's not my bra yeah it is no Bubba stop I mean if they if they truly did bring the suitcase up there it was a pretty off-the-cuff genius idea for her to do but I would feel weird like this is your boss like you're gonna put your bra in like it seems a little personal I don't know if she'd really be doing that it seems maybe like a little stage especially since they greeted him hello Mr. Schwartz and he's like oh Mr. Schwartz oh wow like they can't figure out like the two different bags I'm sure Lisa's were all the Louis Vuitton bags like it seems like a little bit of a staged prank and Lisa probably brought a fake bra totally and like I just I also felt like if it was truly Lisa or if it was like truly not Katie's bra like the first thing I would do is I'd be like I don't wear fruit of a loom or like I would absolutely call out the brand and be like you know I don't wear that like and Chad would probably know you know what I mean like why wouldn't she pull out the bra and be like I don't wear La Perla you know or, (laughs) or something right yep or the size like that's not my size yeah the si- <laughs> yes I would have like we would have loved to know Lisa's size <laughs> yep so back in Bo's room I um really quick I did um find it like I was wondering like what the timeline was like when exactly they were in Vegas um versus um against um Stassi's engagement date you know to see like how many days yeah blah 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 or how you know and and Brittany and Jack's talking about their wedding like how far out are we from this and it was um I think July 24th is when they were there was like that week and then Stassi got engaged July 31st okay see here's what I didn't buy though is when he was down talking to Lisa like Stassi's right there she's gonna be looking at him and thinking why yes like, why is she talking to Lisa? And then Lisa clutches her heart. You know what that's what they're talking about. And if not, why, like, then as soon as he comes back, what were you talking to Lisa about? Okay. You know she would not say that. Y- yes. Okay. This is, this was my biggest argument. So if Chad talks to anyone without me, I am like, I need to know every single word that you said because, <laughs> and like, and, and like someone might say, well, Stassi's not as crazy as you, Holly. Yes, she is. Yes, mm-hmm. she is. So well, there certainly is, Lisa there, of all people. Yeah, talking to your boss. Like there's there's just no way that I I mean I, she absolutely is going to pull him aside and say what the f was that about? What did you go over there and say? Yeah, like if he was talking to Schwartz, she's not going to be like, "What were you talking to Schwartz about?" Like, no, that's fine. But Lisa, come on. I mean, here's here's like my stance on this whole Stassi thing. I am. I'm so disappointed. I am so disappointed in how they are doing this. It's so, she knows, 100% she knows there's no way that he, that she didn't know what just happened there with that conversation. And, um, yeah, 
I, Lisa's clutching her heart. That's just disappointing to me <laughs> that she knows. Like, I just, I was hoping that it, like, truly was a big surprise and, like, that truly production surprised her with, like, orchestrating this. But the the fact that they couldn't even get up and go to a different room, like, and, and then he's like, I don't want Jackson Brittany to hear. Brittany was sitting right next to him. Like, her eyes were, like, it was so obvious that she knew, too. It was... And then, like, you know, I know people are excited to see Stassi get engaged and everything, and I am too, but we already saw. We already saw this. It's all played out on social media already. So what exactly are we excited to see the produced part of their engagement? Because, do you know what, like, we've literally seen everything already. And so now we're having to back. Like, I just, they should have kept this a secret. She shouldn't have come out and said that yep. she was engaged like why not just keep it a secret and why not do it in a real way yep like even i could see them being like hey we'll pay you extra or do this or have like the bachelor clause where they can't or or don't post anything maybe people know but they don't know how or why or what save that for the footage i just That's expect fair. i just expect more out of stassi like i ex- i expect her to like think ahead a little bit and like make it different than everybody else like be different i don't think she cares about the show's content she cares that she's in it and that she gets film time but she doesn't actually care what we think of it that's true that's true yeah sheena cares what the fans think she stassi doesn't she just needs the fans to be involved or care enough to want her on the show i know but but like care what kind of content she's delivering to us but if you care about your brand and you care about like you know like how things are gonna go like you i don't know i would have maybe thought about this like it's and you guys i consider myself like a stassi fan like i this isn't me hating stassi i I really like Stassi and I am I just feel let down by this like I've been waiting for Stassi to get married from day one I've been like I know she's excited to get married but this is there's just like a lot of like red flags that are coming up for me with Bo with these three rings with just just everything like I just I just I, I hope I hope that it works out I don't know yeah well so he's calling her dad and like stumbling and oh uh well uh asks her dad her dad tries to like make him suffer a little bit but really the real unsung hero in this scene is mark schroeder when Bo says i'm going to try and be the best son-in-law ever and well the problem with that is i can't guarantee she'll be a good wife <laughs> classic oh like and this is where like I feel bad for Stassi again because um she's got her mom and her dad belittling her. <laughs> like it it kind of explains why maybe like she like her reactions are like a little bit off like in how she handles things or how she's insensitive sometimes because I mean look at the people that like she that are her examples like they are like off the rails like and and maybe her insecurity about how she wants someone's full attention and full support and loyalty and love because maybe she felt she hasn't had that because we've seen dana yeah talk that shit and you know say kristen's a dream and now we've seen mark and i know he's making a joke but maybe that is what she grew up with so she's just desperately trying to find that one person that's like will never say anything bad about her ever that's yeah fair. yeah it, i mean it's it, not realistic but it's fair yeah it is um yeah so but if 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 her dad wouldn't have made that comment like the whole scene would have been pointless yeah um, boring. 
So Mark delivered. Yeah, Mark delivered. And I'm glad that Bo did that. Like, it would have been annoying if they skipped that or didn't show us. So I'm glad they showed it. Um, but again, like, the timing just seems so weird. Like, why do, why ask all these people in Vegas at Caesar's Palace at Katie and Tom's wedding the week before? At a before? hotel room when Stasi could walk in at any moment. Yeah, like, why not have, like, they, they couldn't have done a separate call time for this scene. Like, it just seems bizarre. Or I would have loved to see it in person. Like, I feel like that would be the respectful thing would be to go to Mark and ask him in person. Yeah, um, or even a FaceTime or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yep. So that's about all with that. Um, I don't know. I thought the scene with Sean McBurney was a little... I was excited to see the most attractive man in the world. But going over the plans for the suite, I was just like, eh. Yeah, I, um, I did agree with Lisa. I thought he was handsome, and I, I see like he's very flashy. I got it. Um, but yeah, basically they called him in there just to like praise their own brand and like the work that they have done, and like look at Caesar's Palace is happy with us, you know. You know, I bet that was part of the deal too. That's probably why she has to really insert herself more in Vanderpump is probably at the time Caesars was like, great, well, feature this on Housewives. We'll get so much um, attention for this, free advertising, and then she's not on Housewives. So they're like, well, you better deliver somehow. If it's Vanderpump, fine, but you better get us some airtime. This is part of the contract. Yeah. <clears throat> so. All right. Well, then we go back to Sir, and we have this unnecessary montage of every single newbie asking the table if they need a drink. And then the forced kind of stage conversation between Raquel and Charlie, which, you know, I appreciate giving them airtime, but I don't know. She's just kind of talking about, oh, the sex is so much better now with James being sober. So that was an interesting tidbit. <laughs> he was like a sloppy, drunk sex man before. <laughs> I feel like they really pushed Raquel to say this, and she did her best to look comfortable saying it. But I wasn't quite buying that, like, she wanted to say that it was a turn-on of him being sober. Yeah, she was dancing around it. Like, how can I say this without getting James mad, but also making sure production's happy and gives me a scene? Yeah, like, um, and she did a great job with it. Like, I, I actually, she didn't come off uncomfortable or anything. It made me uncomfortable because I felt like, I, I, I don't know, it just seemed like not something she would normally say. And so I was like, huh? I don't know. I was just thrown off a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then what What do you think about, like, how, like, to transition into, like, their conversation, Charlie was like, Raquel, um, are these the candles you're supposed to use when it goes empty? What does it mean to go empty? Does she mean burn out? I thought she was saying, is this, like, the cabinet I put in that burned out candles in? No, she was looking for new candles because oh. her other ones had gone empty. <laughs> and like I, I literally wrote that down and I'm like what the hell is she talking about oh she's like a couple of tables have gone empty like Charlie it's called burned out <laughs> unless maybe but, it's the ones with the oil or something maybe that's what she means gone empty I don't it's just oh, a weird way to describe that's it true. that's true that could make sense the wax has gone has done gone empty <laughs> ain't got mo any more of that wax stuff so um did you watch the after show yet this week? Not um, this week. 
so so James gets asked about you know he's like he's the the guy who's questioning them in the after show is like so Raquel said that um you know the sex is better now since you're sober and like James was like a little bit thrown off I don't think he knew that Raquel had said that or something so he was like he was like oh oh he's like yeah yeah definitely is definitely is that's what she said oh yeah definitely it's better um and I was thinking the sex is probably better for Raquel. Like Raquel is probably, I mean, of course, like you, who yeah. wouldn't want their boyfriend sober and into it. But I wonder if like it truly is better for James because, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Drunk. Uh, it, that just like his, it was like, he was truly surprised. So I was like, that's interesting. James probably doesn't really know if it's better or not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, doesn't remember the the previous examples. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much it with that. We go back to Vanderpump Gardens where Mini Sheena Kara take makes an appearance and Max has like a double take and was like whoa and Jack is like whoa I thought you were Sheena and then she did look like her and talk like her and kind of act like her. How would you feel if you were Sheena? And you saw that. Uh, it'd be like, you're welcome. I guess they thought I was a reason for this huge successful show that they're trying to replicate that exact formula and make the same transition, even with the same looking girl. Like, Yeah, I just, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, like, like to like truly know that they had hired someone that looks like me. And then like the whole cast is going to sit there and, and make little mini Sheena jokes. Yeah, like Stassi's like, it was like I'm in a, a, you know, bizarro world and she's going to get up on the stage and sing Sweet as Silver. I mean, that was like pretty funny. (laughs) It was, but I think, it was, but she probably got that from someone else. Oh, totally. But I I like that she made it like a... you know, it's yeah. it's not Sheena. It's not good as gold. It's sweet as silver. It's, like it's it's, it's pretty it's second funny. Place. Yeah. Second place. Yeah. So I appreciated that. You know, it's like okay, cool. Um. So we go back, and Kristen comes over to comfort Sheena, which because Kristen. Okay, here's another thing about Kristen. When Schwartz lost their marriage certificate again after 11 seconds or whatever, I thought was you know if Kristen was there, she would have been like, give it to me, I'll handle it. <laughs> and she would have held on to that marriage certificate, like taped to her, like duct taped to her bra or something. Like she would not have lost that. You know what? That's a very good point. Yeah. You're right. I got you. I got you, Katie. I got you, Schwartz. You're married. <laughs> Here's the proof. Yeah. So, anyway, so she goes over, and which is nice to take care of Sheena. But then I felt bad for her because Sheena's like, ah. Katie just texted me saying she loves me and misses me and wishes I I was there. I'm like, you didn't probably have to say that in front of Kristen. Okay, that was really mean. It was like a dagger and twist the knife. Um, that, like, I, yeah, I felt like that was like... But maybe Kristen needed to hear that to move on. Yeah, but I feel like it's like when one of your friends... I mean, yeah. like, I feel like this has happened to me before where, like, you're in, like, this huge tiff with someone and then the person doesn't mean to, like, they, like it's not their fault that, like, maybe they're not in the same place as you. But, like, it makes you question, like, are you my friend or, like, what it, like, where do I fit into this? Because 
I have these, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel so bad for Kristen because she is just dealing with so much, and I think Sheena's being a great friend to her, but that absolutely had to hurt. And, yeah. ugh. And, like, F you, Katie. Katie totally sent that because she knew it would get back to Kristen, and Kristen would hear, yeah. and... She probably knew there was a camera crew there because they're with camera crew. She's like, oh, you know, I'm sure Jeremiah was like, oh, yeah, Bob and Mark are over there filming at Sheena's right now with Kristen. Yeah. Like, would would Stassi appreciate that Katie sent that text? Like, did Stassi approve that text to go to Sheena? (laughs) Yep. And that bothers me about Katie, too. In like, maybe via text or, like, to the side, she's kind to Sheena. But then when, you know, to her face or like when it's time to crack a joke and Stassi's listening, then she cracks a joke about her. Yeah. Anyways. True. <laughs> yep. So well, Chris, Kristen says that she's muted Katie, Stassi, and Bo's stories because she just doesn't even want to accidentally click on it and see what's going on, which I get that, smart. Kristen. It is. That's what we should do during the season two, obviously, because when you don't mute it, you see the entire trip. on there before it airs yep good point i wish they would address that in like uh an after show or or, darn it we should have asked sheena that we should have said is there ever any rules to things you guys are not supposed to post like why do you post every single minute of your events and then we have to watch it again yeah that's a good question i'm just i'm so curious about like why is there no kind of you know like every other reality show has like either you know they're quarantined even like top chef and the bachelor and you know you can't come out or you can't say you know or at least partially yeah know? so i think yeah if they filmed the engagement they i have yeah i have a, i have a feeling that like they think that we like it like that they think that in order to stay relevant they have to keep showing what they're doing otherwise we won't be happy but I feel like there's there's like a hat like in order to like grow their brand they should be able to show us something different than what they're filming they should be able to have enough of a life during the three months of filming or I know it's changed now and it's longer but like just show us something different like they they're making yeah. enough money now and they, to like produce a little more content if they need to stay in social media. Yeah. Like I think she could have like show yourself podcasting or something. Like don't show the Vegas trip. Don't show that you got engaged. I don't know. Or she wanted to say she got engaged, but don't show the whole thing on yeah. your social media when it's filmed. Or say, stay tuned to see how it all went down, and then don't give us any details. Don't talk about it on the podcast. I don't know. She could say, she could tease and be like, it was a very scary and dark situation because they were in a cemetery. And then but we'd all be like, why was it scary and dark? And then, like, yeah. I wonder I wonder if they are, they also are just like, screw it because they feel like us, the public, would leak stuff when we saw them filming or something. But it's like that would make it so much more fun. That would make our excursions that much more fun if we could expose a storyline. But there's nothing to expose because they expose it themselves. They're so annoying. Yeah. (laughs) They're so (laughs) annoying. (laughs) All right. Well, again, they're back at the gardens and they're they're pouring like a pitcher of vodka into a pitcher and pitcher, a bottle of vodka into a pitcher. 
Um, Ariana's face was pretty funny during this. She's just like, what the hell? Um, yeah, I don't know. Max again points out how he... Oh, because Lisa's like, don't you flirt with Kara. He's like, listen, I run one of the best... I, I run or one of the best bars in Hollywood, or I run one of her best bars. It's like, enough. Stop saying this. He said that in the after show last week, too. His little power trip, again, for, like, what, the 19th time? He's like, well, I have the power. I'm the general manager. Like, I can tell, say who comes into my restaurant or not. He said, my restaurant. He said, I have the power. I'm the GM. It's like, get over yourself. Like, shut up. Uh, who like who does that? Like, I can't believe he has not been put in his place. He actually acts like he's more powerful than Tom and Tom. He does. Like, Lala, where are you to put him in his place? Okay? Seriously. And it's That's like, the official place putter. Put him in his place. It's like, it's so and every annoying. time I see him there, he's not working hard. He's just standing there acting arrogant. Like, I can't believe that that is truly the face that they want, like, representing Tom Tom. It's truly not a good look. He is not, he's not, he's no Guillermo. Let's say that. He's nope. no Peter. <laughs> That's right, though, because Peter's, like, positive and happy. Hey! You know, you guys need everything, you know, anything Peter needs, has, uh... Peter has, like, a very open managerial, like, air about him. Um, Max, like, as soon as you see him, you're like, you can tell he has a huge ego. He won't make eye contact with you. And, nope. um, like, he has absolutely like... zero customer service, zero charisma, zero anything. I think he acts like the patrons in his restaurant are lucky that he let them in and that they're lucky to have access to this restaurant and him whereas it should be the other way where he's lucky that he has us the patrons in like there I, and I th- imagine that's the vibe he puts out tot- I imagine walking up to him and being like hey um, I just wanted to let you know that we had a great time and that our server you know Chris was really great he would just be like cool thanks and like walk away like he I don't even know like he needs to go like back to training or something his yeah I, I, I don't think it like like you're not Lisa's best manager of one of her restaurants I would say you're the worst I would I would even say that like <laughs> that Danica the assistant manager is more friendly than you are right at least that we, we saw her going around to tables checking if they were okay I mean, there has been, like, a lot of problems that we have had at TomTom, and Max has never addressed one of them. Nope. Nothing. He's never checked on us. Nothing. Nope. Has he? (laughs) (laughs) Guillermo has. Guillermo's offered to buy us drinks. Like, like even when we, our last time that we were at TomTom, the bartender that was taking care of us was like, hey, can you hand me one of those plates? He was talking to Max. And rather than like bringing the plates to us and asking us how our evening was going, he just set the plates down. Like he didn't even hand them to our bartender. He just set them down and turned his back to us. Like that's the perfect example of like, that was a an open invita- invitation to like be a manager and like do your job of being like a host. You're hosting in the bar all we of were us, the, the only, patrons. We were the only ones sitting there, so it's it was actually more awkward that he didn't say anything. And it's little things like that, like that will truly make you not go back to a a little bar in West Hollywood where if all you would have had to do was just say hello or say, here's those plates. Do you guys need anything else? Like that's all it would have had. Like that's all we would have had to do. Like I just, I think that a lot of times his behavior is not what Lisa thinks it is. Exactly. 
Well, speaking of Lisa, then they, they beg her to go zip lining, and she does. I just kept wondering because her boobs were out. I was like, aren't her boobs popping out, like hanging upside down like that? But then I saw she was like crossing her arms over her boobs. Like, yeah. did you do that? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't, it's um, Yeah, so you guys, I've done that zip line before. Um, I saw a lot of people criticizing online being like, you're going to go zip line on Fremont Street to what? Look at what? That's so stupid. But it actually is really fun. <laughs> I think yeah. it's like a super fun thing to do. It's like um, it's something to do, especially when you're like losing a lot at the casino. Sometimes it's a good idea to do an activity, step away from the machines for a little bit and get some, you know, fresh Fremont Street air. Did I take your videos and pictures of that? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You and Chad. I Or was it just me? Oh, oh, I don't remember. It feels like I did. Like the I know I did with some other people. But... I'm pretty sure that I was sitting. I wasn't f- in the flying position like that. Mm. So it was different when I did it. Because, yeah, okay. I know. I know. I, but, um, yeah, I, I, I thought, wow, production really got the GoPro videos out. Did you see? I, I bet they were there setting up being all annoying because they really got the camera angles on that. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Well, I don't really care about Lisa telling Katie about the bra and blah, blah, blah. Then they go back to the room and talk about the bra. But here's okay, the gross part. Yeah, yeah wait, oh. really quick, like about before like we get into the gross bra part. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was funny? Um, it, it just, it was too planned and staged i think it could have been funny yeah it could have been funnier like maybe like a song I, I found would have myself, been funnier you know what we do is we podcast on vanderpump rules and i found myself sitting there like watching this unfold and i like i don't i wasn't laughing at it and i wasn't amused it was more like i just had like this like there was just no reaction I just had like absolutely like I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't laughing. I wasn't not laughing. Like well, I was. Why was it was kind of convenient that there happened to be a camera crew in there, right? Is like to what watch them unpack a suitcase. Like that's ca- they knew that was going to be an exciting moment. Obviously, it was very planned. What might have been funnier is if she had stuffed like a thong inside the pocket of his pants and just like hanging out a little bit, so it looked a little more suspicious or it wasn't so obvious yeah but why was the camera crew in there I mean I know the camera crew loves to film Katie folding and unfolding clothes but this seems yeah way too rehearsed so he finds the bra and this is when all hell breaks loose um (laughs) and he he's like he smells it I want to I want to keep it I want to keep it and then She's like, whatever. And he's like, oh, not, you know, oh, I smelled it. She's like, you smelled it? He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, is it okay? Can I keep it? He's like, no, not in a weird way. And she's like, it already is a weird way. Like, okay, again, this is the second week in a row. I'm going to side with Katie here. Like, yeah. this, is, this is fucking weird. I, and I think also it like brought, it like, for, it like deepened my depression during quarantine. You know, it was like, we're already dealing, we're all dealing with a lot here. And, it just like reminded me that if someone were to find my bra in their suitcase and hold it up, like it would be a horrifying sight. And (laughs) like, I, 
I'm not at the level of Lisa to have a beautiful bra like that or like more than one bra. And um, <laughs> like, let's just say we don't have that bra sponsor anymore, you guys. Um, but like, it's it's like my bra being held up would be like, oh, like, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, it's just gross. Yeah. Um, it's creepy because yeah. now I, it's like one of those things you can't get out of your head. It's like now all I can see is short smelling Lisa's bra and it just freaks me out. Yeah, totally. But I mean, I will say that that part, that line of him saying that he wants to keep it, that he wants to smell it, that it smells like diamonds, rosé, tangerine, like that was hilarious. Like that saved the scene a little bit, thank God, because had he not said that or not wanted to smell it, I don't know how that joke would have ended like so that saved it a little bit and it was funny yeah okay so we go over to Danica at Dana's and she's telling her she thinks she deserves better than Brett and Max and I do agree I think they're just they're Um, you know Danica Danica walks in in a crop top hoodie (laughs) with a with chains around her waist that's awesome um, but I wanted to know what company was cheap and slutty that they were talking about. I'm pretty sure it's Shine. Shine? It's S-H-E-I-N. Um, and I actually have, like, some notes about this because I just ordered, like, four outfits for Ronnie from there. They have, um, like, women's, kids, home, like, a bunch. Of, it's from China. And, like, um, I got Ronnie, like, a pair of pajamas for, like, $7.00 like a little like jogger set for $9. Like it is cheap and it the stuff came so I can speak to its quality. It's definitely like remember how like Forever 21's quality used to be where it was like pretty much like a one wear situation. <laughs> yeah. Um it's like that, but like for a super trendy stuff that you know like they were talking about that like you're it's not like you're going to wear it a trillion times. It's actually not bad. Um okay. and the reason why I mean there is like four companies that it could be but I have a sneaking suspicion that it's this shine or shit. I don't know how you say it exactly. S-H-E-I-N. Okay. Um, if you go onto Lala's Instagram and in her latest post, she's sitting there on like a little thing and she's like, check out my new outfit. And it's from that place. And it's, it's, it's from Shein. Yeah. That's how you say it. Shein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she tells Dana, like, and I agree, like, Max is a douche and Brett's a dumb fuck boy. Like, just, come on, Dana. It, 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 neither seemed to be a match for her. So I agree with Danica. Um, but then she's like, you know, what sign is he? She's like, Pisces. She's like, oh, stay away. Um, I love this part because she just said, how she's like, they're bad. I dated too. And that's why I have restraining orders against me. And the producer's like, wait, what? She's like, it's not my fault. They're just like, way too sensitive this is the shit I want to see I want to see what happened I want her to talk about what happened even if it's in the past she can maybe talk about it in a scene not just skim over it I want to see her go crazy on Brett I want to go see her drunk crazy in the bar and have the cops called like this is the shit I want to see or hear you about know, I have to say that if I, like if I was a newbie if I was either Charlie Danica or Dana I think that I would rather be in the position of Danica or Charlie. And I I mean, Dana is hung out to dry right now. They gave her everything and it's kind of flopping with us, the fans. Like no one, like 
there's I haven't seen like a Dana fan page. I just haven't. Um, yeah. But by Danica and Charlie getting just these little snippets, like it's they have a better chance of like getting attention next season because the producers and everyone they're gonna listen to what the fans are saying and like I I feel like they're in a pretty good position because we've just got little snippets and we want more and poor Dana nobody cares right so maybe this season wasn't that great for them but like I it's I, like it, there's yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with Dana. It's just, I don't care. I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they're so. telling us, they're, like, they're they're telling us everything. They're, they're trying to decide for us. You know what? I, like, maybe if she was just getting these little snippets, I would want more from her, too. But they're telling us too much about her, and it's just like, eh. Yeah, exactly. Like, if someone ordered your food for you, you're like, oh, I went ahead and ordered you the salmon. It's like, yeah. we don't eat fish. So it's like, oh, like, but it's really good. Yeah, like, I, I felt like when we were talking to Charlie that, um, you know, she was a little bit down and out about how she didn't get to film as much or she didn't insert herself enough. And I'm just saying that maybe, yeah, maybe that, that season was hard for her to film. But, like, everyone notices. Like, we notice. We notice the other people. We see. So it'll be cool to see what they do. Yeah. Okay, well, then the guys are getting ready. <clears throat> of course, Bo is in suspenders. Like, he's got to be that hardy horror clown. <laughs> I'm surprised they weren't, like, polka-dotted suspenders or something. Sandoval's Elvis. Ariana's, like, middle-aged tourist, they said. I'm like, oh, I don't know how many or Midwestern middle-aged tourists. I'm like, yeah, but she tied her top up, in, like, for an ab top. That's not... Like what a middle-aged Midwestern woman does. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying that as one. <laughs> so I'm talking about me. Don't anyone else take offense? Um, I don't know. I, I, okay. I liked Katie's dress. Yeah, I, I thought she looked amazing. And I thought like when she, when they were up there taking their vows and like she's standing to the side, like her body is amazing. Like it was very her, flattering. Oh my gosh, tasteful. she looked it was great. beautiful and I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. I liked Katie's outfit, but yeah, it looked great. And I know that she caught a lot of flack too for having quote unquote crimped hair, but I liked her hair too. Yeah, I thought she looked good. Yeah, she did. I wasn't a fan of the ring, but that's just me. Did you like it? Um, I didn't like the setting. Like, I'm not a fan of like a heart <laughs> ring, but I yeah, it, it was pretty. I mean, it's like I if if that's you know what you're into, I thought it was cool. Like, I'd be cool with the stone, like any kind of crystal or anything like that is awesome. But I I'm not into the heart shape, and then the ring itself was so big and clunky and. I don't know. I just I do I am like I think it's like so cool how um rare the stone is. Like I I actually like never looked into like that stone and that it's only, you know, you can only find it in one area, blah blah blah. Um so that was interesting. Yeah. But Kyle Chan again, I, I don't know. I'm over it. Yeah, he was all over social media promoting that. I mean, what would, like, truly, like, shock us all as viewers of the show and longtime Kyle Chan, you know, we're well aware of Kyle Chan, would be to, like, I don't know, if they picked something else or, like, we, like, Tom, like, truly spent his own money on it. Like, something like that would yeah. be, like, shocking and, like, oh, cool, you know. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. All right. Well, we kind of go to this double date thing, and we talked about this a little bit, but the best part, obviously, was, you know, when Raquel said, can I get the cheeseburger um, with the cheese? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I loved that. You know what that reminded me of? When what? <clears throat> Ceci ordered the oh Coke. Oh, my God. The Coke with no onions. Yes. Um, <laughs> hold, hold on, I'm texting you really quick. Um, so, you guys, we all went to the improv, um, and a friend of ours came with us, and she had a couple of drinks, but they really hit her hard. So, we were going through the drive through, um, and. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, we're at Carl's Jr., and was I. Were you driving or. I think um, I was driving, but you were but driving. um, so my friend Sassy was in the back seat. So like it was like one of those situations where like you know everyone's everyone's ordering, everyone's just yelling out their own order. And so she was um in the back, and she's like, "Hi, I'll have the um, Western bacon cheeseburger combo with fries and a Coke with um with onions." And no, so, with, no, with no onions. Oh, with no onions. A Coke with no onions. And so. <laughs> Me and Sarah both immediately heard it, and, like, we flinched, but, like, we were, like, oh, she just made a mistake or whatever. So the girl, the poor girl who was taking the order was, like, I'm sorry, um, what kind of Coke was that? And she's, like, a Coke with no onions. And so <laughs> so then I realized, I'm, like, oh, shit, like, she's, like, drunk and, like, doesn't even know what she's saying. So that then I think we, like, corrected the girl, like, just, yeah, just the, just the Coke, just the Coke. Yeah, no onions on that cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, I think is what she means. Yeah, and so but that but reminded it, me it of that. It was so. Dying. It was like one of those. You know, it's always fun when like one when like two friends know what's going on and the other one doesn't. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, the other gross Lisa part is when Brett's like, "Oh, it's like mommy milk," and and then Dana's like, "Lisa has a fat pussy." Like I don't know. This whole scene just was like. Bleh. <laughs> Yeah, so Stassi catches the bouquet, um, which I thought was cute. The ceremony was cute. That was cute. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, they made some funny references. Um, I mean, yeah. I, th- I thought it was, an, like, it was, like, an, a ceremony that I would like to have. Like, it was cute. Like, I could see why Jax was sitting there all mad, being, like, a little bit jealous of how much fun everyone was having celebrating someone that wasn't him. Yep. Um. Okay, sorry, I'm behind a little bit. So, the fat pussy. Okay. Um, have you ever described someone by having a fat pussy? Nope. Don't care if it's trending. Not something I'm gonna say. So I I um, mentioned this in the Facebook group, but I'll say it on the podcast in case some of you guys aren't in there. Um, if you're not in there, join. It's really fun. Um, but I googled fat pussy to see you know like what am I missing here like I've never said that well that was a mistake because apparently it is like you know how um how Jax likes porn with you know bigger women apparently there is a porn genre of fat pussies so um I didn't know this was a thing so thank you Dana for that but I don't think that she meant to describe Lisa like that although Lisa cracked a joke on the after show and said I thought she's talked to Ken basically saying that she does have a fat (laughs) pussy so um (laughs) it's just like a lot I don't know and then did you see what that Lisa um 
did like an Instagram post of her looking like a pussy, like a pussy cat. No. Oh my god. It's like she turned herself like using one of those like, you know, whatever thing. Like she turned herself into a cat. Oh. So it's okay. her it's her face with with like big old lips. It's very disturbing. Did you <laughs> did you see her um pretending that like she was masturbating post? Go to Lisa's no. in- go- Everyone go to Lisa's Instagram for a truly disturbing you know, uh, I mean, with the horse, yeah. I mean, the old one. No, she's at like she's a new one. She's you. It looks like she is pleasuring herself, okay. and then it's like she's working really hard, and then you see that she's actually just giving herself a pedicure oh, during girl. you know this hard time that we're going oh, through. Oh, okay. But all right, I will go to her Instagram. Yeah, go to there's a little fun activity for the day. Um, so. Yeah. Brett's talking about wanting to, like, he thinks of Lisa's, like, mommy milk. And James is freaking out. The best part of the scene was just James cringing and reacting because he had the normal reaction out of all of them. Okay? Thank you, James. Yeah. Um, what, what, um, they went, they went into depth on this on the after show, and Brett dug himself an even deeper hole. Everyone was, like, truly uncomfortable that was on stage with him all the girls are uncomfortable with it and um they're truly trying to make it a thing that um brett and lisa there's something weird going on with brett and lisa and apparently they spent like she they spent new year's eve together and she cooked for him and all of this stuff yeah that's weird um so like in one way it really does sound like it's like the you know mother son sort of situation but definitely something seems like it's off (laughs) well i certainly hope she cooked for max and had max over on new year's eve (laughs) speaking speaking of the only max that we care about um have you guys seen max's new girlfriend well, and by the way, you guys, I met Max Todd, not Max Vanderpump Todd, not Max Douchebag Max. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. Yeah, go onto his Instagram and you can see her Instagram. Cool. Um, yeah. Was she older or younger? Um, she looks about his age, I would say. Oh, okay. Um, and super pretty, talented. Looks like she's like you know pursuing maybe like a singing career super um wilderness girl like he is you know she she's out Mm -hmm. there with him and they're in some like wyoming or something i don't know idaho somewhere somewhere um and looks like they're having a really good time but yeah she looks cool so yay max awesome well um we kind of talked about everything i guess the last thing is Stassi just thought it would be so funny to order in an accent and she orders a Bloody Mary and like and that's it like that's a lot that's a waste of all those delivery and service fees you have to pay for room service like just to get a drink like just walk down to the bar yeah I don't know and then well then Bo's like and an English muffin <laughs> like they, I think they just think they're Lucy and Desi or something just some kind of like aren't we funny that three stooges together were hilarious it's like okay and and his accent for an actor and casting director was terrible um the three stooges it's it's Bo Stassi and PJ those are the three because <laughs> PJ was in the room with him too you know he's like get me one too <laughs> right <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so then they do the normal stupid packing scene. All, here we go. We're leaving Vegas. So we see all of them. Cl- like each um, scene was like close the suitcase, close the, se- the suitcase. Then for the last one, we see Lisa close her beautiful Louis Vuitton luggage. And she's like, this is why I bring you, Puffy. Get on the suitcase and let me close you. <laughs> Did you see how many purses she had in that suitcase? I'm yes. like, how many purses do you need for a weekend trip? There's like what, 20 of them. One for each outfit. <laughs> God. And they were all bling. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so then she's like, I need to call Max about um, to make sure that he pl- he paid the liquor distributor bill. So Ken's like, oh, okay. Like, he doesn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she calls him up and he, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I took care of that. I, I paid that before I left. Um, yeah, it's all, all taken care of. You know, I'm, I'm your best manager of, of your best bar. So I did yeah, that. I, I run that. Yeah, I run it. Of course. <laughs> I, I run took... LA. Wait, remember? I run LA. Yeah. Now, can I have your credit card, Lisa? <laughs> what was that chick's name from Bad Girls Club? I run LA. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, that was the most famous line next to Step Off. So, oh, my whatever. God. We should cover that. <laughs> yeah, like the early years before yeah. it got really bad. Step Off. Just when it was bad. That one. <laughs> Tanisha. But, it, but the, that wasn't I Run L.A. That, it was Ryan Natalie, wasn't it? Natalie, yeah. She's been on a bunch of, like, didn't she go on, like, some boot camps and shit yeah. after that? I feel like she's worked with Heidi Montag a lot. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. All right. Well, um, yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, but what was that? What's in your bed?" And again, the camera crew's in there. He's on speakerphone. Yeah. Okay. She hasn't woken up, and then she pops up like, "Surprise! It's me." And did she even have? Like, I thought I even saw a peek of like a Sheena coffin nail. <laughs> Probably. I'm pretty sure. I'll go look again. I mean, that was just, it was, that was too much. And then Max, like, truly needs to go back to, like, improv class or something because his reaction was horrible. Like, to run your hair through, run your hand through your hair, like, eight times was just, like, a horrible, horrible acting moment. Yeah. It was, like, Lisa, can we talk about this later? Yeah. This is really uncomfortable for me, but not at all. It was so staged. Yeah, I would have rather so. watched Kara. So. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope the whole point of this is she. Do, it is a transition to a gardens show because I'm just ready for it, and it may bomb, but I'm ready for that. Maybe difference. that's yeah. Maybe that's their whole plan is like they're getting they're they're tapering off like Vanderpump Rules magic to bring it to something else. Like they they knew they had to taper us off. You know, they had to. Yeah. First it was Dog the Lizard, now this wet, this... I mean, we, ju- to... we just came off the trauma of Brittany and Jax's wedding. And, I mean, not to brag, but Sarah and I had that trauma double because we went to it and now we had to watch it. And then, you know, Dog the Lizard and then this, it's just, it's a lot. So... So they maybe they are they're trying to leave us not wanting more. Yeah, I think that's what they're and they're doing a great job. You know, job how, like of that. Seinfeld retired because he said it's always good to get off stage, leaving them wanting more. Well, Evolution's doing the opposite. Let's leave them not wanting more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, smart move. Yeah, so far, success. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. All right, well, that's all I got. 
Okay, that's all I've got too. Oh, I did want to say two more things and then I'm done. Yeah. Um, yep. Did you hear that Vale had a baby boy? Oh, uh-uh. Congrats. Yeah, and did you hear the super, like, trigger warning, everyone, trigger warning. Turn this off if you don't want to hear. Um, about um, Kara from Real Housewives of Orange County, you know, um, Gina's daughter. Yeah. She um, was, she gave she gave birth to a baby boy and he died during childbirth oh. and um just she announced it a couple of days ago i think it happened on like april 6th or something but the baby was born like 11 pounds i forget oh. how many ounces and his um i forget like the exact term of it, basically his shoulder like dislocated and and it like and the umbilical cord got tangled oh. or something and so he passed away and it is just like the saddest thing ever and to even like compound it like I don't even know how you would deal with something like that but she was pregnant with her best two friends like it was like all three of them were pregnant together oh awful I did so so sad and so our I mean uh, Sarah and I both loved her on the show. She was like one of our favorites for sure. She's so funny, so witty. I love following her on social media now. So, yeah. I mean, so, so, so sad about that. Yeah. And it really puts things in perspective too. It's like, okay, like we're stuck in the house right now and I'm complaining about my own children and everything, but it's like, okay, time to take a deep breath and. Ugh. Yeah. Stop me about our complaining about Wi Fi. They're like so angry about it it's like did you drive up there because i told you i lost my gps signal halfway up the hill okay maybe you should have checked those things beforehand yeah definitely all right so we may be back soon we have to finish our q a yes halfway through that yes we yeah and i feel like we just need to do like a catch-up episode of like all the little stuff so um sarah and i will work that out we'll do it at night sometime maybe tonight tomorrow i don't know And yeah, so enjoy you guys. Bye. Bye.